What is Peace Brain? Peace Brain is the synergistic connection between our mental and emotional bodies, blending the electrical power of the mind with the magnetic force of the heart. Listen and explore how to create unity worldwide as we blend science and metaphysics and open our hearts and minds to the possibilities of peace on earth and create the life we are each destined for. Featured guests range from angel communicators to zoologists and everything in between. Now here is your host, Dr. Gail Lash. Hello and welcome. This is your host, Dr. Gail Lash, and you are tuning in to the Peace Brain Show, and thank you for being here. It's so awesome to have you here in January 2020, our new year and our new decade. So we are going to be talking about that. I have an amazing guest on today, Pam Rennie. She's been on before, and we're going to be looking at your clear path forward and, uh, and talking about how you can achieve that, what it might look like, all these wonderful things. And of course, I always start off the show with a quote and end it with a peace brain meditation. So please stay tuned for that transformative meditation at the end as well. So let's talk about the quote. This quote is kind of hilarious, <laughs> but or it is to me, let's put it that way. And it is a, um, it's really, well we'll, well, we'll talk about it. Let me just give it to you. I'm not sure where it came from, but it says, the three wise women. The three wise women would have asked directions, arrived on time, written a symphony, helped deliver the baby, cleaned the stable, made a casserole, brought practical gifts, and there would be peace on earth. So I have to laugh at that. Obviously, it's referring to Christmas time and uh, baby Jesus in the stable and the, the manger and his wonderful birth that happens uh, that we celebrate every year. And of course, it is past Christmas right now, but but I I loved it because it talks about the difference between women and men. And not that that's going to be a huge topic of our show tonight, but it, I do want to bring it up that women women tend to be practical and women do want peace on earth. Now, I'm not saying, of course, that men do not. And I'll put a however in there. <laughs> men tend to promote mm, a more... Um, less diplomatic way of finding solutions to conflicts than women do because women are here to raise the family, to work in groups. They're very much relationship-oriented. And so consider just in that quote, even though it's really kind of just a satire, obviously, on, on a very sacred time, how do, we, how do you, as a man or a woman, resolve your conflict? And how do you want to create peace on earth? I believe that this year, 2020, is really a year of action, a year towards unity, a year towards resolving conflict, towards actually bringing that peace into earth. And of course, this is the Peace Brain Show. So we're talking about how to do that, how to connect your head and your heart, how to bring that clarity into focus of what is your way way forward into peace and what can you do to maybe step back from that from a a gut reaction of force or conflict and pause and say okay how can i be diplomatic here how can i take the path of peace 
forward. So with that, I'll introduce my amazing colleague and friend, Pam Rennie. And you can go to her website, pamrennie.com. That's P-A-M-R-E-N-N-I-E.com. And find out more about her. But she is a Sacred Journey mentor. She is a channeler. She does amazing one-on-one and group sessions, um, group classes on helping you find that clarity that I'm talking about here, to find your peace, to find your path, to to get your divine guidance from the archangels and from the the beings all around us from the other realms who are really here to help us find that path and that purpose and that path to to peace and and less or no conflict. Uh, so I, I encourage you to go find out more about Pam. She does these beautiful solstice gatherings and um, so many wonderful classes. Just go check her out. I can't even begin to list them all. But welcome, Pam, to the Peace Brain Show again. Hey, Gail. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. I know, and for this wonderful, wonderful new decade uh, that we've come into. I can't believe it's already 2020. Um, seems like, well, I'll date myself. It seems like only yesterday it was Y2K in 2000. <laughs> oh so we've, we've jumped 20 years ahead. So, we did, and it so, does, things just feel like they keep going faster. But go ahead, you were going to ask a question. Well, I was just going to say, so what do you think 2020 is going to bring? And not that this is a show of predictions, but as we were chatting earlier before the show, before we got on, we're talking about having that crystal clear vision for your year forward. In other words, are you on the path for your clear vision of 2020, I think is the the topic we're going to explore today. Yeah. Well, it's really, it is the question, of course, that's been talked about for several weeks. And here we are a weekend, and I find myself saying and thinking, okay, so it's, you know, and I've done this for the last few days, it's whatever day it is, and how are you feeling now? Where are you at? So what I'm noticing about 2020, and I think some of my key words in general are, what are the opportunities? What's available? What is there for us to notice and look at? And one of the places I go, especially around the new year, um, two places, one more frequently, and that's I love to look at the astrological alignments because I believe each planet holds um, I'm going to use the word uh, a unique personality, not the best word, but they've got their skills and alignments of how they assist us. And the other is numerology. That's the one I don't go to that frequently. But around the new year, I love to notice. And, of course, we're hearing all over the place, 2020 has been coined the year of clear vision. Well, Mm -hmm. is that real? And I think there's definitely something to that because numerology-wise, this is a four-year. This is like, it isn't like, this is, talk about a fresh start. It's like having a brand new operating manual. It is about having the perfect vision for, in fact, look at the number four. You know that it brings a sense of calm. It brings order. It's about stability, and it's about a lot of things. It's about family and home. It's about manifesting. But I think the key of all of this, and I don't want to go too far before I jump all over this, but <laughs> this, this, is, this is really a time, particularly this year, 
it's as if that new operating manual says, okay, guys, practice time's over. It's time to step in and do it now and get it done. It's yes. time to have that clear foundation for success. And that's, that's what I see. I agree with you completely. And when you said the four-year, it made me think of a medicine wheel, the Native American medicine wheel with the four quadrants uh, and, of course, our four directions, north, south, east, west, uh, that really it's about aligning ourselves and pointing in mm-hmm. the direction <laughs> that we want to go. Absolutely. So I kind of like to so, take those bits of information in the astro- astrology and mm-hmm. just kind of notice what's available. So for me, I realize they're really pointing us to having a solid foundation. Really, um, and what do I, how do I personalize that? Uh, It kind of tells me I really want to have a clear idea of what do I want to accomplish this year. It's not the year to be wishy-washy. So in other words, you're not, you're saying what do I want to accomplish, but it's not about just making a list, it's actually about taking the action to do it then. So doesn't yeah. that maybe include deadlines on it? And Well, I say deadlines, but, you know, goals of time to complete things yeah, it does. as well? Well, you know what pops in is I had a great experience just the other day when I'm, I said I've been asking myself and others, so it's, you know, it was like once New, Year day, New Year's Day was over, it was like, okay, now what? Where are you at? What are you noticing? Mm-hmm. And that's almost my myself. It's my self awareness question. You know, where are my thoughts? Where's my attention? Is it on what matters most right now? So along those lines, I posted on my Facebook page every day. Alchemist actually shared something from our dear friend Zendal. She made a really cool. Speaking of numbers, it said 2020, and she had her words on there that she's intending for this year. And I said, how are you feeling? And a really amazing woman wrote back, do you mean how I'm feeling right now or how I want to feel? I'm not sure I'm on the right path. I mean, what a great question. And and Clarity was like, yeah, how are you feeling? And it was not, she was not feeling what she wanted to feel and she wasn't sure I mean, that was her big question. I'm not sure I'm on, my right, on the right path to get where she wanted to be or what she wanted to feel. These were words. It was, um, and I don't recall her words, um, but they didn't line up with where she was in the moment. So what a great question. Yes, What are your it thoughts is. on that? So I was just thinking what would be different techniques or different ways to view the answer to that question. In other words, if I'm not feeling how I want to be right this moment, what choices or what techniques or options do I have to change that feeling and move in a direction of, of difference, of clarity, of, of a new feeling? <laughs> I'm all about the tools. Because my, I'm yep. going to just plug in for a minute. My kind of go-to has been... You know, I might have listened to a great webinar or done a great meditation where I got some wonderful information from people, and it was, how do I get that? You know, or how do I stay in this energy? So it's the tools that have brought those answers to life for me. And that's what popped in first was, first of all, for her, 
brilliant awareness to notice because we have to really tune in to, we can't jump over where we're at. So for her to notice and acknowledge what she was feeling, that's essential. That's my check-in that I mentioned a moment ago when I said, where am I, where am I at? So noticing how you feel is the first key to me. And oftentimes we notice the more uncomfortable emotions. We're human. We're going to feel things. And when you don't, when you're feeling something you do not want to feel, well, that's where the tools come in to, it may be something to sit and take a few minutes with, depending upon what she was feeling. It may be something as deep as, um, you know, she's had an upset with a family member maybe, or something as simple is as um, she's just not being focused. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So maybe there's way too much going on through your mind and you need to pause and go, where am I at? So those self-check-ins, first key, notice what you're noticing. Is this something that you need to pay attention to or do you need to just take a deep breath and bring your awareness to what you want to be noticing? Now, as far as tools go, go ahead. Well, I was going to say another thing that jumps into my mind because I'm sitting here looking at my desk <laughs> as we're doing this radio show, and I just um, put on my desk all these tiny, tiny piles. Thank goodness they're not very big, um, but lots of them of different, different actions I need to take, or I've chosen mm-hmm. that I need to take, and they won't take long to do each one. But it, it is. I'm looking at my desk with you know seven or eight of these things. And thinking, okay, it's about prioritizing. It's about choosing, in other words, what is the first thing to do and then accomplishing it and going on to the next. And really, mm-hmm. as you said, focusing on the intention and what what I want to feel or what I want to accomplish. Right. So that's you just described the next step. You kind of do a self-check-in of where you're at you notice something you don't want to feel, we all have the amazing ability to choose and to choose something different. And Mm -hmm. we don't realize often how much we are creating our experiences in each moment by just simply that. But a tool I want to share is that of the rose, and we've talked about that many times. Um, And that's a tool. Shall we jump in there? Yes, please. It's a wonderful tool. It's amazing. So I want to go. Um, I want to go to two parts, but let's go to the. You know, let's go to this part first, which is. You know, I mentioned having too much in your mind, all kinds of thoughts and emotions and different things going on, and an example of too much on your plate or you're feeling scattered. And so you're not focused. You're not where you want to be in that regard. And when we use this tool of the rose, which is an amazing tool of alchemy, we can create a container. So see a rose just at the edge of your auric field. So if you put your arms straight ahead, right at the tip of your fingers, just remember in your mind a nice, beautiful rose. It can be red, it can be white, whatever color you see is perfect, but it does need to be a rose. And just see that right there. 
Now, a rose holds the highest living vibration of anything on the planet, and it has been very uniquely designed to be a tool of alchemy. So see that rose in front of you, and then equal distance, see one behind you. And then to the left, to the right, and also above and below. Now take a deep breath. And you're just going to create a little container and the roses at each point along your aura. They allow your vibration to be contained within the space, like your own orb, which is already there, but we tend to jump out of that. So you do this all the time, Gail. So do you want to add to what you notice when you're noticing your rose? Well, when I notice I'm in my field, the, if, if I draw lines between all six roses, I create that octahedron or that diamond shape around my body of my auric field, and I notice that suddenly things become a lot quieter in my space. Even if there's, yeah. you know, my dog's barking in the other room or so, if there's a a trash truck or someone's knocking on the door or anything's happening, obviously I can still pay attention or not or choose not to to those distractions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm more quiet inside. Yes, beautiful. So everyone notice, just notice seeing the rose right at the edge. You can notice focus on the one in the front, and it does. It brings It brings all of you in. So that you can pay more attention to you and not what's going on outside because you want to be in your clarity of your vision for you. And this really helps bring you into present moment and not be the effect of what's out there. So in that where I mentioned I tune into myself and kind of ask, where am I at? My first go-to, that's the first question. Then I notice the rose bring myself right into that space because I might not have been there. I might have been a million miles away, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And that brings in the clarity. And then this particular woman, I think her first clue that she might not be on her path is there is something for her to notice and look at. Something, might be her higher self, might be trying to get her attention to look at something. What are the opportunities? What's available? And in getting to what you want to feel, this is my next favorite thing to do, is mentioned Jandala and the words. Words are huge. They hold a vibration, and everything is vibration. And to me, they're the stepping stone or the keys for everything we create because don't we make lists of what we want to accomplish and what we want to do, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's our language. And the wonderful thing is the universe it doesn't go by languages. It goes by vibration. So while this person might not be vibrating in that moment of what she wanted to be, how do we choose? Let's bring in the word to experience what you want to experience. And 
every word that we think, that we speak, has the component of a magnetic, brings in an emotion, has a component of an electrical type energy that's the thought. I mean, isn't it amazing, these things we do every single day, how much power they hold? So one of my favorite steps, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you. I want to emphasize what you just said of the words really do have power. And we've heard this before. Mm-hmm. There's lots of quotes and cliches of, of, you know, words are power, and what we're thinking creates our reality. So in choosing oh gosh, those yeah. words and in choosing those thoughts, we are bringing that into our existence and attracting that to our field and, and to our life. I think my <laughs> I think the best example of just that is if you have if you suddenly find yourself angry and it could be a situation that's present moment you might have a memory pop up from the past because a lot of what's going on is our memories are coming up for things to release for things that we carry in our energy field in our thoughts and our feelings that don't serve us and they come up to leave. But sometimes we notice an old memory, and we're going to use the word anger in this one. And so here's something pops up where you were angry, and the more you look at that and the more you remember why you were angry, well, you've changed the chemistry in your body, and suddenly there you are angry. You're not even in that present moment situation, but because you've used the thoughts, and the magnetics and law attraction says, oh, there they are, vibrating and angry, okay. And suddenly you're finding your whole body is responding in anger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We do that stuff all the time, right? And I want to point out something. Anger is not a, quote, bad, unquote, emotion. In other words, anger really means that something is out of balance, Perhaps something feels unjust. And so that's an opportunity to look and see what's out of balance, what needs to change, and come mm-hmm. at it from a more, mm, a cooler place or a place of choice, a place of action that actually looks at what's really going on and what solutions might be possible. Perfect. Very true. Yeah. And, you know, in those scenarios, so that anger, if it came up from a past experience, it could be as simple as just letting go. It could be looking at the situation and from a place of being empowered, saying, you know what, this is how I would choose if that were to happen now or in the future moments, I would choose this. And bringing in a bit of that self-justice, right? So. In the stepping stone of, let's say you're in that process of anger and you've kind of worked through and looked at what there was to look at, but you don't want to stay in that emotion and that feeling and that it's tight and tense and restrictive and uncomfortable. And I love to bring in the word calm. So noticing the rose, taking a deep breath, and just bringing in calm. And I love to use that as the foundation to get where you want to be. So just kind of play with that a moment and notice the feeling of the word calm. 
And just take a deep breath and breathe that in. And what do you notice, Gail? Well, I notice, and it's very interesting, I was listening and watching energetically to this. Um, my dogs are barking in the background. <laughs> and, you know, they're they're in another room while we're recording this show. And, and I'm thinking, what's going on? Is there something wrong? Do I need to go check on them? All of these thoughts are coming to my head. And when you said bring in the word calm... I just suddenly took a breath and went, okay, bring in calm, and everything's fine. And, of course, the dogs start bar- stop barking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ripple effect. Yes. Nice. So these are, I think, simple, purposeful stepping stones, if you will, because then in this space, what else is there to notice? And that's where the clarity of the crystal clear vision, the 2020 is. It's not when you're running around doing a million things at once. It's noticing and taking a minute to choose. How do I want to feel? Maybe you don't want to stay calm all day. You can add to that and use that as a stepping stone to be more of what you want to be and I find this is where the action steps come. Let's say you're working on a big project. You need some clarity, some insight. Being in the container of the rose, starting with the word calm, creative, comes in next possibly. How do you choose? What is there to notice? So I think these are the foundations for the number four, for having that stability, that um, groundedness to what's available. It creates a foundation, if you will. So you just mentioned a word, groundedness. You know, we've already introduced the rose tool and being in our own space, each of our spaces confined by the rose or defined by the rose. So we can choose our vibration and our our feelings and our actions and our get our clarity. Grounding is another word that certainly people understand. Uh, however, do you want to go into that, Pam? Explain it a little bit more? Sure. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. It's not a word that we don't hear all over the place all the time, and you can still say, well, what does it really mean to be grounded? And you might think, well, you've heard walking barefoot outside, and probably you don't really have the opportunity throughout your day to just run outside and be barefoot. And I think there's even more to it than that. It is about connecting with the earth, and it's also about being fully present in the body. We're spiritual beings. And in talking about the rose, I mentioned being out there. We tend to go to, we tend to jump out of our space. And it'd be fascinating if we could see ourselves and others doing that. But we're not always fully present in the body. So when we create a grounding cord, which is the tool you're talking about, we have mm, a couple opportunities to not just be more fully present and connected in the body and connected to the core of Mother Earth, 
we're also creating a line, an exit point, if you will, because we're swirling in magnetic and electrical energy. It's part of our process and what's going on through us. We've got an exit point to send and ground off the electrical magnetic energies. You want to add to that? I'll take that as we're good. <laughs> so we're good. How do we how do we do that? Okay, so let's create a grounding cord and experience being grounded, being in the body. So this both of these tools, by the way, come through well, they come from the divine and I know I know both of us have learned them through Master and Alchemy and they have become the foundation of everything I do and everything I teach. And so play along with me because we're all powerful creators and let's create a grounding cord. And by the way, if you have an existing one, it might be a great time to refresh it and create a new one. Now, I see the grounding cord. The first component is an electrical component, if you will. Now, I see it as a beam of light. And it's literally like you're reaching out with an imaginary hand and grabbing a hold of this first component of the grounding cord, that beam of light. And you can see yours differently. You can see it as a tree branch. You can see it as a chain link, whatever works, intending that the energy is this grounding cord of electrical energy. And you take it and attach one end right at the very tip of your spine. And just see it really kind of attach comfortably and firmly there. And you drop the other end right into the core of the earth. And I like to see that end as it goes in the earth, expanding your roots and really anchor in. Now see that as a connection that's very flexible and solid. And then command this component of the electrical. And remember, a thought has an electrical energy. I'll give this command a turn on. Now, this is just the first part. So let's go to the second part. If you remember, an emotion has a magnetic feel to it. So next, create and see a coil. It looks like the old-fashioned. Can believe I'm calling them old-fashioned. In the old days, the telephone, the coil that attached the headset to the receiver to the base. This is your magnetic component. So grab a hold of that and also attach that right at the tip of the spine and drop the other end and allow that to also merge and connect with the core of the earth. Now take a deep breath and command the magnetic component to turn on. They merge as one. And now allow all the electrical magnetic energies, particularly those not serving you to ground off the body. They're drawn down this cord. All the energy is neutralized. And it goes right to the core of Mother Earth where it's recycled as new energy. Take a breath and notice being grounded more present in your body. 
And you might notice you feel heavy. You might not feel anything. And if you feel that heaviness, it'll settle in and just give yourself a pat on the shoulder and a congratulations. That is you being more present in your body. So good job. But notice for a moment, what is it like being grounded using this cord? And now it will stay there. And you will gain the most results when you notice it. First thing I do every morning, I just notice it connected at the tip of the spine and ask it to come to present time. If I'm not in public, you can be sure. I'm saying hello to the grounding cord. I'm noticing my rose up. I'm in my space. So take another breath and notice yourself. And Pam, I want to point out that we can ground a room, a meeting, um, a conversation that we're having with people. So certainly it starts with ourselves, but then it goes into, you can also change the energy and ground off any of the unwanted energy or past energy from like a room or, and I'm thinking of, you know, a conference room or where you're going to have a meeting with somebody or a group of people or even a doctor's office or that type of thing. It's It changes mm-hmm. the energy, brings it into present time, brings it into the clarity that we're talking about for that crystal clear vision of what do you intend to do with it going forward. Absolutely. I brought my car too. Mm-hmm. In fact, a funny story pops in. Um, I remember visiting with my niece and her family. They live in in Washington State, but they were in. We were visiting in Daytona Beach, and they were about to go on a seven day cruise. And we were saying goodbye as we were coming back to Georgia. And I, as I hugged her, I said, "Ground the ship." And we both kind of looked back at each other, like, "Ground the ship, okay." And she did. And they went through one of the worst storms that was phenomenal and she said she was so glad that she did ground the ship nobody was um nobody went overboard nobody was hurt horribly but it was an incredibly i think it was a hurricane it was bad anyway that just popped in wow wow (laughs) and and you definitely can change the energy of of the experience just by using the grounding cord so we've yeah. looked at the road, well, yeah, looked at the grounding cord. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It, I was just going to say, to me, the key, too, is you've got a place. You've got, you can send the thought, feeling, emotion down that cord. You don't want, an, a thought that you don't want to experience, it's going to hang out. You don't want it to, send it down the grounding cord. Put it in a rose, explode it. We can talk about that, but that's fine. So go ahead. And that's the, another tool, another way to use the rose is to clear out things from your space, yes, <laughs> by putting them in the rose and exploding them, sending it back to the universe, that energy. Well, I want to get back to talking about 2020, you know, January, here we are, uh, the beginning of that crystal clear vision of moving forward. And as your friend, the, the lady on Facebook responding to the, the post said, you know, what do I want to feel going forward? So 
in using these tools, we can be in our own space. We can begin to draw in that divine assistance with the clarity of what is my purpose this year or what do I want to accomplish or achieve and ground off any of the negativity or the doubts or the uncertainties that maybe are with that vision. What else? I guess I want to get into some maybe specifics of, you know, people do make New Year's resolutions and that's not what I'm we're talking about right now. However, it's similar in a way. I mean, it's more of a who am I and where am I going as opposed to, you know, I want to work at the gym for six hours a week or a day or something <laughs> and achieve that buff body. I mean, those are accomplishments and goals. How do we distinguish, I guess what I'm asking is, between these kind of daily or weekly goals and well, that wasn't the exactly picture, the clear vision, yeah. Yeah, and that sorry, that flows into exactly what I was thinking. This is not a part two. It flows into it is too often the thought, the feeling, ideas. It's the forward. It's it's what's coming. It's I want this to happen in the future. Everything is projected about this is what I want for the year. This is what I want for the decade. And I don't mean that everything, but how often are our creations about what we want when? And it's about being that now. It's about if you want to go to the gym, how do you want to feel while you're there? How do you want to feel going throughout your day? It isn't just about, well, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be happy when I have this. No, it starts now. It's mm-hmm. about being in the vibration of what you want to feel in the future right now. Excellent, excellent, yes. That's the point. So our clear vision can come when we are we are that vision now. When we it's, become it's about, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a kind of about breaking it down to how do you want to feel today? How do you want to go about your day? We tend to jump over that I want to feel this way. So and maybe it's a day where you've got a long list of something to do that eh, maybe you haven't really looked forward to. Okay. And how do you want to feel while you're going through that? That's what I say to my son all the time. Things may not be working out in this minute how you thought they would or what you'd like to be doing. So what else is possible? You don't Mm -hmm. want to do your chores today? Okay, how do you want to feel about that? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Choose your feeling, your emotion, and it will make everything you know, it's about choosing and it's about allowing. And another key word is permission. And letting ourselves draw to us. It's about thinking time. We let ourselves have the permission and we allow ourselves to be in the experiences we want and starting that right now. Excellent. And again, I go back to my desk with the piles of the to-dos and I can feel the clean desk <laughs> as I look at these to-dos and choose mm-hmm. to feel the accomplishment of getting them done and having the clean desk and the happiness and that that gives me, the joy that gives me <laughs> as I'm doing this. This is something so perfect, seeing the end result. 
taking a minute, mm-hmm. see the end result of what you want and letting that be the crystal clear vision. So you mentioned the buff body in the gym and all that. And seeing what you want to create and then also attaching that emotion. And you just described feeling happy that you had the clear desk. Those are huge components of the creating and drawing to you what you want to experience. Yes. Okay. You asked more. What else did you say about the 2020? Go ahead. Well, I'm wondering if you want to share a little bit about what your plans are for 2020. Hmm. What do you have coming up? What do you envision for it? I feel phenomenally excited about this year in in a really interesting way. And part of it flows from the energies flowing in from the solstices. There's going back to June, um, there was this unbelievable, first I thought it was me, and I thought it was, oh, I just had a birthday and it's about that, but I realized, no, it's a collective. There's an excitement. There is a, oh my gosh, there's so much to choose. What do we want to do? So for me, for breaking it down for this month even, um, I had a, um, I'm going to talk about my business aspect because that's what's popping in first is a new website working on a new website, working on really um, fine-tuning that because it needs to be refreshed, it needs to be updated. And I saw so clear my role in assisting people to see their 2020 as the way shower. So that's my in the moment and the components of that evolve around sharing the tools, updating my website, and I had a woman in December ask me, would I ever consider teaching a class on channeling? And do you know that that's the very first class I ever, ever did? <laughs> and for a second I thought, oh, my gosh, yes, and here's the class. And I went, oh, there's so much to add to that. So I am in creation right now of bringing forward the first series class of 2020, and it will be, I don't know the exact title, but it will be around awakening your spiritual gifts to your crystal clear version, crystal clear vision, and awakening the channeler within you. So those are a couple Mm. of things that are on my plate. And, you know, that's just that portion, and for me, Personally, too, it's letting go of some of the old habits that I did not want to bring forward, like maybe a little procrastination, maybe a little bit of not um, having my clear vision right in front of me of what else I want to do for me. I feel that I want to really expand into a new hobby, and I'm not even sure what that is yet. So there's a couple things. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. That sounds yeah. beautiful, your your classes that are coming up and and awakening the crystal clear vision and, and the channeling within. Oh, my goodness. Because we all have that, that ability to tune into our divine essence and tune into the divine guidance that is here with us. And that's the key. I want to bring... Yeah, right there. Go ahead. It's, it's not even about someone deciding, I'm going to be out, out in the world as a channeler. It's about you being the voice and hearing your 
higher self and connecting with your guides to create your reality. It's about that tuning in. So thank you for that. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. And I want to comment a couple of things. I have this wonderful sign that I picked up years and years ago because when I was working on my graduate work um, I've in different projects in the past, I remember I used to procrastinate a lot. And I have this sign, and it says, if it weren't for the last minute, nothing would get done. <laughs> and then I decided... I mean, and it was very true at the time. I needed those deadlines and those to be able to squunch up, you know, all of the energy and focus at the very last minute to finish the project and get something done. Then I chose to change that. And I chose to say, this doesn't feel good anymore. (laughs) I don't like waiting to the last minute to get things done. I want to get it done with plenty of time to spare. So I actually turned the sign over, the board over, and wrote on it, everything is done with plenty of time to spare. And that's the sign I have hanging on my wall because now I choose to be in that energy of that quotation or that sentence, that feeling, where I have plenty Mm -hmm. of time and it's all there and it, it just feels so much better. So just wanted to share that. I love that. And, oh, my gosh, so along the process, too, our things like that, you could have easily just ignored that. I love that you took that creative desire to make that change because we can change our minds. We can change our direction. You just totally enhanced your focus. I love that. Yes. Nice. Another thing I wanted to point out in a couple of days on January 10th is a lunar eclipse. And you had mentioned, you know, paying attention to the heavens. Um, There's this email that I'd gotten and said that Two days later, we'll have the Saturn conjunction Pluto, conjunct Pluto on January 12th. And mm-hmm. and this email also is pointing out crystal clear on direction, you know, aligning your soul with your value and strategically mapping it. So 2020 really is going to be about this taking the action, getting the clarity, and making it happen and really choosing as we've been talking about those feelings of how to make it yes. flow effort, effortlessly and happily and joyfully into each day's manifestations and the years. And I'm glad you brought those events up. The celestial events are huge, and uh, I mean, they literally are opportunities where they're bringing in more light, and we, the assistance is letting, uh, changing, and um changing us. It's helping us to remember who we are. It's changing as it releases the density of those old experiences that don't serve us moving forward. So really important times worth paying attention to. Mm. And just even more calendars these days are having the full moon and the new moon listed on them. So I'd encourage everyone to also pay attention to that because we are so influenced by the moon and its its magnet magnetary forces its forces of making the tides of of the oceans change and certainly the water within our bodies is affected and there's so many aspects of mm-hmm. the moon that that are part of what we need to go forward so those are opportunities to make kind of choices new choices on the new, new moon and full moon talk about that for just a minute so 
I am that girl that looks at the moon all the time and has become really aware. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I know. I took a picture last night because it was an incredible sight. Um, you know, historically, the new moon is about new beginnings. It's about um, it, it's a it's a new opportunity in that month to really pause, reflect on okay, where am I going? What do I want? And all that. And the full moons are about the completions, the closures, and huge. I mean, we know. I think we're everyone can laugh about all the little puns and jokes about the full moon. It's intense. And this wolf full moon eclipse on the 10th, and I apologize in the moment, I can't remember the astrological alignment, but um, it's going to be very potent. Now, that doesn't have to mean awful, but I imagine it'll be a very emotional time. You'll notice emotions coming up, and the point to pay attention to is it is about letting go. So it's about letting go. You know, maybe you historically have a habit of reacting, and you'd like not to react to something as much. You'd like more to be a bit more calm and think before you respond. The full new moons are giving us all those opportunities to notice ourselves and to use the power. And there's nothing to do but just notice it and allow. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I love the website mysticmama.com. She um, yeah, collects from different, <laughs> yeah, different astrologers um, their insight. And what I love about that is you're getting such a variety of insight on what each celestial event holds. And you can pick and choose what feels the best to you. But I kind of go to that as my guide for what's available and those monthly happenings. Thank you. And just to reiterate, we're listening with, we're talking with Pam Rennie, and your website, Pam, is pamrennie.com. That's P-A-M-R-E-N-N-I-E.com. So, Pam, we've got like six minutes or so left on the show, and normally I would have us, I'd sign us off soon in a few minutes and go into a peace brain meditation, but I feel like I'd love to have you contribute. You are an amazing channeler. And just see what some of these divine guides that you can tune into uh, regularly might have to say about 2020. Is that agreeable to you? Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. So let me invite everyone listening. If you've heard the whole show, then note, and if not, don't worry. But notice your rose. Notice being grounded. And just take a few moments and invite you just to become really present. Take a breath and allow yourself to receive what insight there might be for you, and let me just tune in and choose who might um, deliver a timely message. So give me a moment here. So I'm going to just speak first. Interestingly, um, I'm feeling the strong presence of Archangel Michael and not who was first on my mind, so that's perfect. So let me connect and see what he would like for us to know. Greetings. It is I, Archangel Michael. And I am pleased to speak your words of your language to you through this vehicle, this Liahona. 
It is a privilege to be able to speak and address, and I come at the request of the souls who are petitioning, who are asking, who are calling. And I come to be a bridge to share insight and information and to be of service. In the angelic realms, we desire to be key contributors and assistants to you and you must ask. And we are hearing the petitions and asking of many. These are historical times on your planet. As the new earth that has been created, seeded, and is very much in existence, as it continues to take hold, there will continue to be that what you could call a separation. You may see the new earth, one filled with fifth dimensional experiences, one that is a peaceful place, as a very different template from what is playing out upon your earth. There will continue to be challenges, Your role, if you so desire, and we do hope you seek to be on purpose and asking to remember more of who you are, is to draw this light within you, the lights particularly that flow at the celestial events of the eclipses, equinoxes, full moon, new moon, where there is a deeper influx of light, that you may hold these divine encodings, that you may hold these lights within your body, that they will allow you to merge as the divine you are and awaken a remembrance of your attributes, of your agreements. And they will assist you in having the clarity of the purpose of why you are here upon the earth at this time. You are here fulfilling a great purpose. And you are not alone. You have stumbled through this earth, many embodiments, feeling very separate from source. The outdated and old ways of being are no longer in place, and you will see a great uprising, a dismantling, if you will, a deconstruction of the structures that have been in place for many eons of time. There will be a rebalancing of feminine, of the divine feminine, divine masculine energies. 
and you will be greatly assisted as you align with the codes of light that are flowing into the planet, as you hold a peaceful presence, as you use the skills that are yours of discernment, intuition, and as you allow yourself to know you are not separate from source, but as the divine being you are. There are many great beings here to assist you now and co-create with you. This is not from a place of giving up your own individual seniority, your own wisdom. It is a collaboration. It is not a giving up of the divine taking control. It is not the old way of petitioning your prayers to the divine taking charge. You are the human. You are creating the change. It is seeing what is the divine alignment of the collaboration with the divine. As we come together where two or more are gathered, you are amidst the divine insights, the clarity, and the way will be much clearer for your vision of what you choose to be. Breathe that in, dear ones, and be of peace, comfort, and ease. You will be of greater assistance doing that than being in the upset, being the effect of, of calamity. When you hold the vibration of peace, calm, and ease, a ripple effect is created and you will send that out as you hold your focus on the new earth energies. That is where you will be and that will be the key and your foundation for you feeling successful in your endeavors. We wish for you to feel peace, to feel comforted, we wish for you to call on us, all of the divine beings, that we may be of a collaborative, co-creative partner to you in your day and days to come. It is I, Archangel Michael, and I'm pleased to have had this time to present to you through this, Leahona. May you feel a depth of peace, of love, and of the great respect the divine hold for you, humans, as the divine you are. Blessed be, dear one. Blessed be. Thank you, Archangel Michael. That was timely and beautiful and profound, and we really appreciate it. And thank you, Pam Rennie, <laughs> for being the Leohona, the compass, the way shower, um, the sacred journey mentor on the Peace Brain Show today. Thanks, Pam. <laughs> thank you, Gail. Thanks so much for having me.
Ah, it's been wonderful. A great way to start the new year. And everyone, you can find out more about Pam at pamrenny.com. That's P-A-M-R-E-N-N-I-E.com. And if you want to learn more about me, Dr. Gail Lash, you can go to tourismforpeace.com and um, and find out more about what I'm working on projects down the road, too, for 2020. So thanks, Pam. Everyone, tune in to your body, your soul, your beautiful created self this year and create your places of peace and, of course, put them on our World Peace Trails map. Many blessings. Namaste. Go have an amazing year. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Peace Brain Show. You can find us at tourismforpeace.com. Be sure to check out Dr. Gale's Akashic Records readings, her peace master plans for your business or organization, and her book, Hashtag Opt for Peace, Nine Essential Steps to Achieving Peace, Power, and Prosperity. Tune in to BBS Radio, Station One, every other Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern to the Peace Brain Show for your installment of wonder, inspiration, and practical peace.